quick questions about Congress with Kilmer. Hi, this is Representative Derek Kilmer from Washington State's 6th District. Welcome you back to my podcast called Quick Questions About Congress with Kilmer. Today, I have the true pleasure of sitting down with one of my Washington State colleagues, Susan Del Bene from Washington's own 1st District. 1st District, number one. Number one. So um, uh, I, you're, this is unique because most of the people I've talked to on this podcast, I've never been to their district. Um, I've actually spent time in your district, but, f- but, but for folks who haven't, uh, tell us about the 1st District. So um, I always say I have the most beautiful district in the country, so I'm sure we'll have Issuing a debate the challenge about that. Flag. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's a great district. It's a very diverse district. It goes from the suburbs of Seattle, so eastern King County, Kirkland, Redmond, out to the mountains, out to um, Snoqualmie Pass, up to the Canadian border, yeah. and then out to the water. And then it kind of zigzags around um, down kind of along I-5 down um, to Lake Washington. It is very diverse because we have um, big companies like Microsoft, a lot of technology. We also have a beautiful national park, the North Cascades. Which is super beautiful. Which is super beautiful. And many people haven't been there. Um, A lot of folks go to the Olympics. The North Cascades a little more remote. But, um, and Mount Baker, Snoqualmie National Forest and wilderness areas. So it's a beautiful district. A lot of agriculture, dairies and berries in my district. Um, So a lot of great things, a lot of, you know, different industries, a lot of people with different backgrounds, um, I feel really lucky to represent the district that I do. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Yeah, you really do have some spectacular places to visit. So you mentioned the um, kind of diversity of industry, um, and I know you've had a kind of interesting background before coming to Congress. Talk a little bit about um, your path to, to coming here. Well, I am probably one of the most unlikely members of Congress who's here because it wasn't really a path that I thought of in that way. Yeah. I uh, My background was in technology I, and science. I wanted to be a veterinarian um, mm. when I was in high school. I went to college and was a bio major and uh, got interested in biomedical research. And so that's what I did when I graduated. I did Mm. medical research, went back to school and ended up getting uh, recruited by this small company to do work for the summer as an intern at Microsoft, which I did. And that kind of took me on a different path. Uh, Ended up working there for many years, doing a couple startups. And so it was later that I made the transition um, working for Governor Gregoire uh, as director of the Department of Revenue, which is where I got to meet you as well. Um, So that's kind of my path before I became a member of Congress. Was is is coming from the world of business and entrepreneurship? um, Does that give you exposure to things that uh, have been helpful in this role? It does, in that I um, understand a lot of issues in terms of how a business works, in terms of you know the decisions you have to make if you're running a larger organization. And um, that experience helps inform policy. I'd Mm -hmm. say I also, as someone who actually had to implement policy when I was at the Department of Revenue, I also have a very... you know, keen awareness of when you have a piece of legislation, it may look good, but actually implementing it may be a lot harder. And so I try to think through that a lot since um, 
not all legislators have had the chance to to do that and understand how that can be challenging. Yeah. So I'm curious, you mentioned that that uh, you went to work for uh, our former governor, Gregoire, mm-hmm. um, in the Department of Revenue. How Was that a, a leap to get into the more public arena from the private sector? And how did you find that transition? So I had run for Congress, mm-hmm. actually, in 2010. I lost. Mm-hmm. And so it was after that election that... Uh, um, I started. The governor had an opening there and asked if I'd consider that. It was definitely something I never thought I would ever do, and it was a great experience, uh, except for the commute down to Olympia every yeah. day, which was a long, long drive. Uh, it was a great experience because I wanted to do public service. This was different, but it was a great opportunity, and I did get to bring my experience as a manager to play. So I knew a lot um, about organizations and helping, uh, looking at how we manage an organization. So I brought something to the table and a lot of the great folks at the Department of Revenue helped um, give me a lot more insight in terms of how public policy takes place and, and what we could do to do that better. Yeah. No, I, it, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm working in economic development before coming here. We actually interacted a surprising amount with the Department of Revenue, mm-hmm. you know, for good and for bad. And it really does matter to have someone who had kind of that business background. So, yeah, especially in our state, given we have a very unique tax system. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well put. Um, so uh, we came in together in 2012. Uh, what, what drove your decision to uh, uh, run for Congress and decide to work in uh, this unusual place? <laughs> well, I, as I said, I'm probably one of the most unlikely members of Congress because I never thought I would be doing this. Um, I ran for office because um, I grew up in a family that had a lot of financial challenges. We moved all over the country as my parents looked for work. And I, I did live in Washington State when I was young and went to you know preschool and kindergarten and first grade, then moved away. And I came back to the Northwest to go to college. But for all that kind of time in between, um, after my dad lost his job, we moved all over. And um, I went to three different high schools. And um, and when I graduated from college, my parents moved in with me because they didn't have another place to go. Um, when I kind of, uh, when I decided to make a change in my career, I wanted to make sure that kids like me who are growing up had the same opportunities I had because mm-hmm. I felt incredibly fortunate that I got to have a great education and um, be able to go to college with financial aid and student loans and be able to be in the position that I was in so I could take care of my family. And I think it's become harder and harder for young people. So I got engaged in public policy because of that reason. And uh, the more I got involved in policy and kind of was frustrated, as most people are, um, I got to a point some people said, you should run for office if you want to make a difference. And I laughed. But at some point I said, hey, <laughs> if I want to change things, I shouldn't just complain. I should be willing to step up too. And so I did. And um, I think it was a great decision. I was definitely probably um, not aware of some of the things I was jumping into and what it would be like as a candidate or you know, as a member of Congress. What surprised you? Uh, I, it surprised me kind of how I was going to spend my time, uh, kind of how how people kind of look at every detail of your life, How you know, because it's much more personal in mm-hmm. that way. Um, as a business person, you talk about a product or something that you kind of uh, somewhat are somewhat disassociated from. As a candidate, 
you are the product. It's about you. And um, so that feels very different. I don't think it, you ever understand it quite as much until you're the candidate and people are, are talking to you. And you, I didn't know you probably understand this, too. Most people who've run for office understand it. But it, that was a big difference for me. And coming here uh, to Congress, what um, what's your take? Well, um, I think uh, there was one member of Congre- Congress who called Congress a fixer-upper. Yeah. I believe uh, that <laughs> might be a Derek Kilmer quote. And I think we have a lot of work to do to make sure we are actually governing and have a functional organization. It's been my disappointment that even things we agree on, we're not getting done. And we have such a huge opportunity to um, to have healthy debates, respectful debates, to learn, to see what's working and not working, and put policy in place that really makes a difference. I'd love to see us be innovative in policy, try things um, to address problems we have, and um, and learn from those experiences. And instead, we're not having those conversations. Um, and that's disappointing, because we could do a much better job for the entire country and for our districts. Are there things you think uh are there levers you think could be pulled to make it more functional? Well, I think leadership matters. Yeah. I think we need leaders who are willing to let bipartisanship happen, mm-hmm. who support and not only support, but actually um, work hard to make sure bipartisanship happens. That means letting bipartisan legislation get on the floor, um, letting people vote on it. If you don't like something, vote no. If you like it, vote yes. But don't just stop it from moving at all. Yeah. I think most of our constituents would be surprised that there are more pieces of legislation that actually are bipartisan but never see the light of day. And if we let some of that move, um, I think we could see not everything, there's things that are are truly, um, there's a big gap in people's ideas and views, but I think we'd see a lot more things um, move and get done. Are there significant issues that you think Congress ought to be much more engaged on that you feel like have been backburnered? Well, I see significant issues that are are in our, you know, our front and center right now, and we're not making progress on them, potentially moving in a very dangerous direction. Things mm-hmm. like healthcare, extremely concerning given uh, how it impacts so many people throughout the country, every family, and where we have an opportunity to always see what works, what doesn't work, and improve. And instead, we are looking at potentially taking away health care for millions of people in our country, 22 million in the Senate bill, 23 million in the House bill. Um, we're not talking about going forward and solving problems. We're talking about taking a dramatic step backwards. Yeah. You, you've also, I think, both by virtue of um, your, your committee service and your background, have focused a lot on some of our competitiveness issues, you know, everything from workforce and immigration policy. I mean, those seem like they have not gotten enough attention here, too. Did, is, is that something that you would love to see more progress love on? love to see more progress because we have the opportunity to talk about um, how we are preparing for the, not only the world of tomorrow, but the world of today. We have a lot of policies that were put in place decades ago and are not up to date with the way the world works today, yet alone the way the world's going to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we need to look at 
um, where our economy is heading, um, what that means in terms of skills and the needs of the workforce, what that impact that has on education, not only for people born today and how they're going to grow up in the education they get, but also for, for folks who are making transitions in a career. Um, there are a lot, of, a lot of things that have changed out there, and yet we're still operating on policies that are decades old, and I don't feel like we're having a good, healthy debate about what we could do to better prepare our country for the opportunities of the future. There's, in, in that regard, are there some things you're excited that you're working on? Um, well, we're, you know, I'm a big supporter of basic research and continue mm -hmm. to make sure we make those investments. They give us a great return yeah. and they actually have led to great innovations. Um, doing a lot of work on technology policy to make sure that we understand the challenges and opportunities as new technologies come forward. And there are incredible opportunities. There are also challenges that we see with disruption from automation and, um, and again, making sure that the workforce has the right skills. I'm excited about innovation in areas that we don't talk about as much, incredible innovation happening in our agricultural communities. And um, you and I have a, a piece of legislation on timber innovation. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a huge opportunity for us to really see some of the opportunities that innovation can bring to our rural communities. And we don't talk about that very much, um, but we sh those are exciting policies and frankly, a lot of these issues are extremely bipartisan yeah, and, absolutely. again, would have an opportunity if we could just let that process start to happen. Um, tell me about the best day you've had in this job. Um, well, uh, there are a couple. Um, one one bill that was very, very important was a, a piece of legislation to save the Green Mountain Lookout, uh, yeah. old fire lookout up on top of Green Mountain in my district. It was very important because after the the landslide that took place between Oso and Darrington. Um, just a horrendous, heartbreaking event. Um, the people of the community had been trying to save this lookout for a long time, and we were having a community meeting, Senator Murray and I, after the slide talking to some folks in the community about um, you know other things we could do going forward. This is a, a few months later, and they said, this is really important landmark for us, something we've been fighting. It took a piece of legislation to save it, yeah. and we're able to pass that. And that was very, very important because it meant a lot to the community. And, you know, in situations like that, you want to do everything you can to help. And many times you can't do enough. But it seems like a small thing, but it was an important thing for all of us. And I have a picture of the Green Mountain Lookout up on and the, the legislation up on my wall in my office. That's great. Yeah, that's a good accomplishment. It's hard to pass bills in this place. So. It's hard to pass <laughs> bills, and um, and that was a was important. We, the farm bill from our first um, yeah. our the 113th Congress that was also really important. We were able to do a lot for specialty crops, which are fruits and vegetables, which mm -hmm. we grow a lot of in in Washington State, yeah. and uh, also get funds to support. Um, Folks who are on nutrition programs, make sure they're getting um, access to educational opportunities and training so they are able to get back in the workforce. That I got legislation in the Farm Bill that was based on some great work happening in Washington State um, to help people get off of nutrition programs because they were back in the workforce and became self-sufficient. We were able to expand those programs across the country and get $200 million for bigger pilots. And Washington State ended up getting uh, $22 million to expand some of the work we we're already doing to help people so that they um, are able to move forward and be in a place where they're able to get a, a good long-term job. Yeah. 
the um uh the the two questions i always end with um uh one i feel like i could answer for you <laughs> and that is uh trying to get a sense of what your commute looks like. We usually commute together. So we do. I was going to say, you just we, know my seat's you know, in a different row than yours. Yeah. So, that's so after we gavel down, uh, you know, Friday at noon, um, you what? tell folks what, you know, what what happens to you. You get on a plane when and how do you, what time do you get home? I usually, and, I still do some work since our flight doesn't leave till later in the evening. I yeah. work most of the afternoon um, to catch up on things. And then I uh, head to the airport. I take the metro. I don't have a car out here, so I'm a big um a big walker and metro rider. And so I take the metro, which conveniently goes right to the airport and yeah. hop on a plane and uh, and then which seems, especially going home, seems even longer than it should be, as as you know. Yeah. And um, and pretty much every time I get home, my husband um, makes it a point to, to drive out and pick me up at the airport. So that's great. And what do you do on the plane? Do you usually work? I usually work um, when I'm going home sometimes because it gets, we land and it's about one o'clock in the morning out yeah. here. I get pretty tired. So I work when I can, and then I probably watch whatever movie might be around to watch or something because I'm too tired to read anything anymore. So that's how I always end this. My first job was um, West Side Video in Port Angeles. I think I got paid less than minimum wage, but free rentals. Um, so <laughs> I always like to get. A, I always feel like it's unfair to ask what your my husband movie operated is. a movie projector. Did he really? Yeah, for a while. Too, um, so. I, I'll have to connect with him on that. There you so go. I, I always feel like it's unfair to ask a favorite movie because there's so many good ones. But give me a few that are the you know Del. A, you know, favorites. Um, well, definitely top of my list. Even though I know um, if I don't say Star Wars, I'm not you know, going to get friend. the, the Tilmer okay. seal of yeah. approval. And I am a, <laughs> I am a Star Wars fan. But yeah. um, I think one of my favorites is Out of Africa. Oh, that's great. Uh, my, mom, my mom uh, did work in Africa for a long time as an adult. As, and I had the chance to go spend time with her while she was living there in Botswana. But um, it's an amazing place. But I also just thought that was a, a great movie, a great story. Um, and I also read the book um, since it was a, you know, based on a true story. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great movie and definitely one of my top, top favorites. Fantastic. Well, um, thanks, uh, thanks for taking the time. It's always fun to get to, get to talk with people. And I'm sure uh, a lot of our listeners learned more about you. Thank you. And um, I guess I can say, we can say, uh, go Seahawks, go Mariners, yeah, go Sounders. Yeah, to me you can. Absolutely. Um, and so um, all those things, all those <laughs> things work out well. Go Huskies. Go Huskies. Absolutely. All right. Thanks. thanks.